Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. I feel like this is like NPR, where yeah. we're, we should be talking about, was it like chocolate balls or whatever? <laughs> Just, don't you remember that? That one SNL? No, I never really grew up watching SNL because it was France. Oh, France. So, so you know. It was France. It was France. So, are you checking yourself out? Yeah, well, I was just making sure that my hair is not a mess, Julian, because that's very important. I would have um, told you. Do a visual podcast. I would have told you if your so hair. Just, no, you wouldn't. No, yeah. you wouldn't. I don't trust you. I don't probably All right? wouldn't have. I don't trust that. <laughs> um, how are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Good. How are you doing? Good. Jules? Good. I'm good. I'm uh You wearing your usual gray, some sort of white, gray, black option that blue. I see? I'm wearing a jeans. Oh uh, no, okay, that doesn't count. Oh my god. You can never satisfy a woman. <laughs> never. Oh, there God, there's so many jokes that I could make right yeah. now, but I'm not going to. Um, what are we talking about today? We are talking about Love and marriage. Or marriage. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about marriage. Oof. This one's mm, going to be... Gosh. This is going to be a doozy. <laughs> this one, I think nobody will want to date me after... Oh, yeah, probably um, not. ...my marriage talk. Ooh, um, I'm very curious now. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, you... I mean, we'll just dive right into it. You... There's only one of us at this table who's been who, married. Who's been married, and yes. it's you. It's me. Um, um, yeah, and, so, you know, let's start. I'm going to interview you here. Let's, all right, okay, let's, let's Let's start with this. Was, <laughs> what were, because I know you grew up in a kind of a, like, conservative home. Right? A little Very, bit. I like, mean, not. Catholic, all that stuff. But my parents always, like, understood. Like, the, my parents aren't, they weren't, like, crazy, like, oh, my God, no sex before marriage, yeah. blah, blah, blah. They weren't like that. Um, they, they've, they've been, they've been, I would say, supportive from a distance of my relationships. Okay. But were you raised thinking marriage is important? Or it's yeah, something that yeah, you have to do? Yeah, my parents have been married f- since they were... My parents are 65... No, I no 68. And they've been married since they were 20. So... Okay. So yeah, I mean, I marriage was marriage. the fundamental. That was... Yes, you, you get older, you get married, and you have kids. That's okay. just kind of what, what you do. Did you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, I just... I never really questioned it. I kind of thought um, this is the natural cycle of things. And when I get to be a certain age, then that's when it's going to happen. I'm going to meet somebody someday who's just going to blow me away. And, you know, and then I'll, it'll be life as we know it. And is that what happened <laughs> when you met happened. your ex-husband? <laughs> no. Were you blown away? No. Well, I do remember when I first met him, uh, my hands were like really sweaty. Because okay. there was something about him that I was like, oh, man, this guy's like special. And I went to shake his hand and I'm like, oh God, he can definitely feel that. You know what I mean? Like I was just like so clammy. And, you know, we had this like whirlwind romance, right? We, we dated for maybe a a few months Mm -hmm. and then he, I moved in with him after a couple of months. Uh, He proposed to me in Paris. It was beautiful. Um, We got married in Carmel, California on top of a, of a mountain. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, literally, it could not have been any more. So, like, how, how we see it in movies. 
kind of how a you see bit. in movies. And what, what was your expectation towards marriage? Like, you well, know, I what, should say this. I should say this first. So, so my parents did not go to my wedding. Okay. Not Why a lot not? of people know that. Um, they did not approve of the relationship from oh. the very beginning because of the way he treated me, and they saw okay. it, they saw things that I just simply didn't see because okay. I was caught up in a in a in a relationship. And you know, you have like love blinders on when yeah. when you're you know with someone new, and especially like when you're caught up in all the feelings. So I didn't see some of the the maybe uh, there was a lot of cheating that happened too, but we won't get into it. Okay. Anyway, um, so yeah, my my. Idea. I was 24 years old when I met him. I was 27 when we got married, and okay. I was 30 when we got divorced. Okay. So I didn't really know what I was getting myself into when I got married. I just kind of thought, you know, I like him. He challenges me in, in every way. He challenges who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, he challenges my thought process. He doesn't like kiss the ground that I walk on, which I thought was a complete shift from what I was used to. Okay. So I really fell for him. And, and but did you have any expectations? Because, you know, sometimes expe- you'll, you'll yeah. talk about girls. is like they have this whole idea of how marriage is going to be and how married I, life is going to be. I so didn't. That was I my just question. thought, well, and maybe part and parcel. Yeah. So I, I kind of thought, here's how a wife should act. A wife should be the protector and provider of the household. You okay. know, she should take care of of the business of the household, which is a lot. You know, we lived in like this estate in Connecticut. I, li- I was like the suburban, you know, Connecticut stepmom. I had two stepkids and I took care of them. I would make their breakfasts every morning. I would, you know, get them off to school. I would help them do their homework. I would go Damn. to all their basketball games. This seems so, first, this seems extremely American to me. Yeah. Like when I think American housewife, that's exactly yeah, what I'm thinking exactly. about. Yeah, exactly. But it was also feels so old fashioned. It was. I, I you know, and, and, and it wasn't counter to everything that how I, how I was raised because my parents were very like selfless about raising me. And, okay. you know, my mom, she didn't work. Like she just, stayed home, quit her job, stayed home to raise me. And my dad was the one who went and worked. And so that's kind of how the structure of, of the house was to me. And so I, I thought it was kind of a natural slip into, you know, married life. But weren't you pursuing uh, hosting at the time? I was. I was like a, uh, I, yeah, I was still working. I was a news reporter in Connecticut. And okay. then I quit my job to um, j- uh, join up with his golf lifestyle TV network that he launched. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was then maybe a couple of years in that I had suspected, you know, cheating, that there yeah. was something going on. Um, and, you know, you when you get that deep into a relationship, you just kind of turn a blind eye to everything. You explain things away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So okay. um, bottom line, long story short, I found out that he had cheated on me with numerous people, including okay. some of my friends and colleagues. That was the final straw. So I packed all my clothes and trash bags threw him in the back of my car, didn't really think yeah. about what I was doing. I was just so, it was like an adrenaline rush, mm-hmm. right? Like you just kind of, you want to escape. Okay. And I yeah, think yeah, that yeah. escaping is exactly what I did. I couldn't take it anymore. I knew there was no, you can't therapy your way out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no reconciling. So I knew what I had to do. So I just, I just did it. And I drove to a hotel. I called divorce attorneys and picked one that I could afford and and then you know lived with my parents for like a couple of months after and then that. Then went to New York. And then I went and then I got a job. Thank God, got a job in New York. Okay. So that's that's the story of of my marriage. Like three years in, and and I was done. And you know. How does that? How's that has affected your views of marriage now? Did you still want to get married? Would you possibly think that now marriage needs would need to be? 
you know, maybe like you envision a marriage of being, um, you know, more of a stay at home, taking care of the household, like from you having experienced that and, and have tried it for a year or two, do you feel like now for you to be married, you would want to, you know, not be the housewives, you would want to keep your career and it would be more of a, I'd say a, a life partnership in a sense of, I mean, I would say, I would say I still do believe that marriage has value in a person's life. Um, I would do it again, but I would probably do it differently. So I think that it, at least specifically in my marriage, I gave, and I think a lot of women do this too. Yeah. I gave up way too much of myself. Mm -hmm. I lost my own identity in, and who he was and who I thought we were. Um, so I gave up my own career. I yeah. moved out of my place. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, when you, when you risk that much and give away that much of yourself, mm -hmm. you become a little codependent. Yeah, of course. And I don't think that's what a marriage makes. I really don't think that a happy marriage should be about needing each other. I think it should be about wanting each other mm -hmm. and, and wanting to complement each other in, in life and help each other through life. Because I look at my parents And that's exactly what they did. I mean, their marriage hasn't been perfect. I mean, I don't know if you can find somebody whose marriage is perfect. Yeah, but it's weird because your 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 mom did the whole staying at home. Yeah, she and did. It yeah. worked out. And it, it seems like even now some you just could see some couples where the the woman takes care of the house and does all that stuff and from an outside point of view they seem happy we don't know what's going on but it seems like for some people on. it's working for some people it's not i'm wondering what that's that. not necessarily i don't think that it's because of that structure that traditional woman stays at home man goes out and provides and works i don't think that it's because of that i think it's i think it's deeper than that much deeper i think okay. it has a lot to do with with liking each other and wanting to be friends with that person first mm -hmm. and seeing yourself walking through life with that person and changing and growing with that person So you have to work at it. You know, you can't just kind of kick back and expect things to just go great. I mean, my parents' marriage, I won't talk, I won't talk about it, but I know that it, it has had its ups and downs. Yeah. Trust and believe like that. All of them. The longer you're married, I mean, and, and, and anyone who's listening, if your parents have been together for decades and decades, talk to them. I guarantee you they've gone through the same <laughs> stuff, you know, because these perceptions that we have of our parents being infallible and our parents being like so sole protectors and providers for their kids they're human beings yeah of course you know yeah, 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 yeah at the end of the day you're a wife and you're a husband and and there's bullshit that happens to you in your life that you have to work out yeah no i think yeah that that's fair so that's actually interesting that you're you do not like you still first of all that you you are still wanting to get married and that it hasn't affected too much you, you just know how you want to get married a bit yeah. better What, what's so, why do you want to get married? What's so special or why is it something that you feel you have to do? I just, I think it'd be, it'd be amazing to share a life with somebody and to build something with somebody and to, yeah, start a family with somebody. I mean, build something concrete together. So, and, but can't you just build something concrete without that piece of paper? You can. I mean, look at, look at Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. I mean, they've been together for 37 years and they, they are just about as happy as any couple. I talked to them, you know, because I interviewed them for a movie they were just recently in and I, you know, there is no secret sauce because I asked him, I'm like, what's the secret to being together for this yeah. long and not, not introducing marriage. And, and they said, you know, it's, it's almost like, uh, not a birdcage effect. Well, in some ways it is. You, you make your home so great and so loving and comfortable mm -hmm. that, yeah, you can, there's an opening. You can leave if you want to, but you don't want to, but you don't want to. 
you know? So, 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 but can you, can you, do you see yourself, would, would you be able to have kids without being married? Yes, yes. for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you think pre on, before you got married for the first time, do you think you, you would have been able to have kids before being married or did you feel like you had to be married beforehand? I was in a completely different headspace before. Yeah, so what yeah, was before. it then? I just, you know, maybe maybe I was a little young. I personally don't think that anybody should get married before the age of 30 mm-hmm. I, I, because I really don't think you know who the F you are. Uh, 30 is so young nowadays. 30 is so young. It still is like, so it's, young, it's yeah. Like but, you know, you also have to consider in your, in your – as a woman, like, you have to consider kids. You know, if you want to if, – if you are of the mindset that you don't want to have kids – out of a marriage, then that is a consideration, that is consideration. for you. But okay, yeah. Um, I I I do think that, yeah, I, I was a different person in that maybe I idealized what marriage was before I entered into it. Mm-hmm. But I do think there is merit, and it's it's you know whether you consider it just a piece of paper or not. I I, I think there is a level of commitment there, and and if there's not, then you really have to have a conversation about it. You really do. Because I know, at least in my case, you know, I, I, I didn't know that he was this kind of person who couldn't be, you know, a, a one woman man. And, and. But so, so do you, so you see the point I'm trying to make is a lot of people say, well, marriage, you know, I want to be married because it's about commitment. You can, it's you can, commitment. Ba- well, no, 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 it's, it's, but he, I disagree with anybody who says that. Again, yeah, because marriage, you, could, yes. you, could, you saw that it's not about. Because it it's could, not. It you, can, be you can pull the ripcord at yes. any moment with, with or without kids. You can go and cheat on whoever you mm-hmm. want to cheat on with. You know, so and, and you can just fall out of love. Yeah. I mean, that is a thing. Happens, it does yeah. happen. You do change as a person. So I don't and, – and I've been in relationships too where the guy is kind of pushed for like the boyfriend-girlfriend title. And I, and I always say, well, that doesn't mean that we are committed to each other. The commitment comes with mutual desire to be exclusively together. Mm-hmm. The commitment does not come from the title. It does not come from the ring or the documentation yeah. or, the, or the tax incentives or li- even living under the same roof. Do you know what I mean? The commitment comes from two people who want to commit to each other. Yes. So then why get married? That's, I still don't understand why people want this to get married. This is where your philosophy on marriage comes in. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I, I, you know, first of all, <laughs> my first introduction to the American continent when, I, when I, I just got to Canada, right? I was in college and I'm two weeks in, uh, in this, um, you know, res- we call this a residence, which is like um. Um, housing for students Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm having a talk with this guy his name was Christian this is how Christian his parents were (laughs) his name was Christian and and um and we're talking and he found out that my parents never got married oh wait a second I actually didn't know that no so I will go over it yeah the first thing he said to me when he found I was like oh your parents never got married and I was like no this is the first thing verbatim that he said oh so you're a bastard Right away, and you I really was like, said that to you? "Yeah, that's not that's." And at the time, I didn't, cold. I didn't, I uh, didn't speak English. I, I spoke English, but I was still thought in French mostly. So, right. I I, reg- I registered it, but I wasn't like this is. I, I didn't see it as an insult. It's only like maybe two years ago when I watched Game of Thrones and I saw how insult how <laughs> insulted Jon Snow what was about being yeah. called a bastard. I was like, oh shit, that dude. Really, yeah. really went on with me. Um, well, that's a that's a charged word. So you know, and that this is when I actually got firstly introduced to it, a, it's a generalization, but to the 
global American views on marriage, right? Because up to now, for me, I was raised as in marriage, kids, there's no order. What, you did, your get par- what did your mom and dad tell you about marriage? So my father um, has three children with three different girls mm-hmm. um, that he was with. He's still with the, the one that he's with, with my, my younger brother. Um, and he just doesn't believe in marriage. For him, and I've always heard him say, a kid is a bigger commitment. Because regardless of a piece, you know, you get married, you don't have a kid, you get a divorce, you pay some bullshit fee, you, you give whatever you have to give, and then you're out of each other's life. It, with a kid, you're making a promise that at least for the next 18 years and for the rest of your life, you guys are sharing an individual and that if you will have to eventually, despite you guys falling out of love, you have to somewhat be cordial and make it work and try to respect the other person for the sake of that individual. I find that interesting that your dad would say that because especially for, and I, I know I'm generalizing here, but uh, at least for men, yeah, the commitment to the kid isn't always there, you know? Yeah. It's it's mostly the mother who's like the mama bear. She birthed the child, so yeah. she's more protective, and she knows that she's got to take care of this kid. The man, yeah. not necessarily always. So I find it interesting that your dad would would say you have to commit to this child, and you don't have to commit to uh, yeah. the mother. I think I think you know it depends what type of guy you are, because obviously some I'm you know for sure some fathers be, fathers would be like I'm out, mm-hmm. and there's no more commitment, which then makes sense why women would want to get married to make sure that if that happens, they're somewhat covered financially to help. With yeah. the kid. Uh, my father, you know, was, I think he was a little tough financially with my mother when they separated, but he still made sure I was taken care yeah. of in a sense of, so for that, I was extremely uh, lucky, I think, because I, I had a father who did that, but um, he has no intention of getting married um, and it didn't work out. It didn't work out for his, my, my mom's, my sister's mom and work out with my mother. And for now, he's, he's with a woman that they're, they're still together. So, if I've, you know, you, you would say, okay, so your parents have got married to work out. Why don't you want to get married? Because parallel to that, my cousin's parents were married. And they divorced. And okay. that shit was ugly. Yeah. And my parents separating was ugly, but it wasn't as ugly as when lawyers are involved to try to be at each other's throat. Okay. So, so did that then sour or how did that impact the way you feel about marriage? Um, I, so up until recently, I would have, you know, I'm talking like last year or two, you would have asked me about marriage. I'm like, no, there's absolutely no way. I do not see the point of marriage. To me, it's a piece of paper that has more of a financial incentive than anything. It's like we're putting a contract on love, I know that love and feelings change and I don't want to make a promise in front of, you know, involving the government saying, I will love you forever because truth is, I don't know. I love you now, but I don't know. And I know it's a, it's a sucky thing to say and girls don't want to hear that because like, well, what the fuck? But well, that's, the, but yeah, I'm just yeah, trying right. to be, you know, Instantly just, a signal is like, oh shit, yeah, things oh, are not going to be stable in this life that I'm trying to build with this person. Yeah. So that was up till then. And right now in my life, I still don't care to be married. I, I could live my life happily ever after and not get married, find a partner. So it's not like, together. it doesn't matter to you. It does not matter. And I will want to have, I know I want kids and I could happily, you know, buy a house with my partner and raise a kid and stay together for the rest of our life without being married. But now that I'm getting older, if I am with someone 
and you know five years down the line we're still together and i see that it really really makes like it's a big deal for them to get married okay i could see myself making an effort of like okay this is how much i love you i'm willing to do it but that's a really important word that you just said there i'm willing to do it yeah it doesn't seem like that's something that you would be a first choice for you so you're almost like acquiescing to what the other person's wanting. Yeah, because if I really love the person, I mean, like I'm will, I'm, I'm, you know, I'll do it. I'll do it for you. This is if this is what you need for me to show you how much I love you, I'll do it. But in an ideal world, I'd rather not. I would rather eventually, you know, be with somebody who is just like I don't care about marriage. So this is a good question then, because because like I can I can tell that you're not like a hundred percent like you're not all in for the idea of marriage still, and it might have shifted a little bit over the course of like the last couple of years, as you get older, and maybe it's gonna take you know age for you to to even reinforce that for yourself. But right now you're still not there. So how do you have that conversation then with someone you're dating? Like, what do you, I say that. do you say it from the, from the if, gate? You or? know, if, if, if the conversation comes down to it and it depends, obviously, you know, if I'm dating a 21 year old, I think we're, we have time. But if I'm dating somebody who's getting closer to 30, I think out of courtesy, this, and, and this is where they are in, in their mind space, I, I, I'll be honest about, about my, my point of view on the whole thing. But, you know, I tell, you know, I would tell them exactly how I feel about it. It's like, I don't need this. I don't necessarily want it, but if I meet a person who's willing, who, who makes me change my mind about it, I'm open to it. So mm -hmm. it's not like a no. It's not like, fuck that. It's just like with the right person in the right time. And if I see that it means to them such, it's such a big deal for them and it would be so meaningful, then I don't see why not. Mm -hmm. You see, another thing that I have with the whole wedding thing is it's so costly. Part of me feels well, like... Well, it doesn't have to be expensive. The whole wedding thing does not have to be expensive. If I were to get married again, it's going to be small. It's yeah. going to be just very close friends and family only. That's it. I don't want like the big like princessy, you know, yeah, because these, walking these down the so... aisle. Because listen, I had that and the marriage was shit. So it's like, what would, what would you rather have? A small ceremony where you can then like plan a nice honeymoon and yeah. go out, go off think, and share experiences a, yeah. together. And have a nice life or like the big, you know, Princess Diana wedding and, <laughs> and yeah. then have it shit the bed like a couple of years later, you know, I, 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 ideally both. But I mean, but no, because still like it's expensive. You're right. It is. And, and as you know, I feel like if you're with a partner, wouldn't you just want to use that money to build an empire together? And like, let me I'd tell you, nothing that. stresses a, a relationship out more than money problems. I'm sure. Nothing. Well, money is always an issue in a relationship. Nobody talks about it, and it's it's always kind of taboo. And who's supposed to pay what? And who's supposed to do this? Right. Who's responsible for this? And how much is he making? How much is she making? Oh, that's always that's always a big thing. Yeah, my ex husband and I did not have a joint checking account. I don't believe, nor did I want one. And then when we split, I. I honestly, like, I could have, I was, my name was on the house. Yeah. I did not want, I was so done with the situation so that I was up. like, I signed the quick claim form and I'm done. Just, yeah. Like, I don't really even want. Good for you. I, I could have, I mean, and they just hard, sold the house. Yeah. He has a new girl and they just sold the house. I could have gotten <laughs> a lot of money from yeah. that. But, you know, when you're done, you're done. And, and I, I also am a big, big believer in the idea that, and even though what happened to me happened to me. I still believe that, like, he, yes, he was the breadwinner of the house. Yeah. And I don't believe that I earned... You're entitled to half. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I respect that because I, I agree with that. But somebody would say, well, he was able to 
make money because you were at home taking care of that. If you weren't taking care, if you weren't at home taking care of everything that you took care of, he was he wouldn't have been able to be out there hustling and making all that yeah. money. Yeah. Which is also a valid point. Which is also a valid point. But you know, and I'm let, let me tell you, Julian, like when you're going through when you're when you're the act of go, and this is like and this would be enough to turn somebody off from a marriage, you know, again in the yeah. first place is just the act of getting divorced and changing your name especially for a woman, changing your if you legally change your name. Yeah changing it back going to the DMV and like, you know, bringing your marriage certificate to certificate of divorce, like divorce decree and like proof that the court, you know, you have to mm -hmm. restore your legal name, maiden yeah. last name. It is a, an absolute shit show. Like I would not want to go through any of that again. I do not want to get divorced again. I yeah. will say that. So, so then, you know, it seems to me like marriage is, is so deeply rooted in people's mind that even if you bring in really good arguments yeah. about why not getting married, just stay with the person you love. Stay with them. Move into a house together. Have kids. Do the whole thing. Just don't get married. You, you could still make great points. The, the bottom line for some people is still, no, I still want to get married without any justification. It's because it's so fixed in, in our, our culture. But don't you think so that, you know, I think this brings us to one point that I want to bring to you. Don't you think that marriage is an old institution that t does not work in today's world? Right. So like 50, 70, 100 years ago, people got married. They didn't live as long as they live now. I, as I, I now, am with you. Right. I'm with you. Um, there wasn't. And also there wasn't as many choice. Yeah. Before you There's got married in your village or in your but little here, city me, and you didn't also, travel. Let me also tell you this. Everything that we do right now is out in the open. We live we live more out loud now than we have ever done before. Yeah. There are more ways to che cheat, but there yeah. are also more ways to get caught. Fair. So, so back in our parents' generation, um, you know, if cheating was going on, it was going on down on the low and no one ever talked about it. And let me just tell you, there are a lot of a lot of couples who seemingly have strong marriages right yeah. now who in the past have yeah, gone through their shit I'm and they have, and they have I'm sure cheated. everyone. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure that can be said for, I would even argue the majority of married couples right now who've been together from over 30, 40 years. Um, it's just not something that people talked about in our parents' generation. Now it's okay. Like the box is like lifted and everyone's like, yes, I was cheated on. You know, yes, I have these, I, I have sex addictions and mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm tempted to, to look at other people and there's open marriages and open relationships, which by the way, I do think is worth talking about. Um, the whole idea yeah. of having an open marriage. It is for some people because a lot of, you know, I know a lot of couples who, not a lot of couples, but I know like, you know, a few people who were in open relationships and, and, and they have a happy home <laughs> relationship and a happy home. Yeah. You know, and I don't know what that says about, I think, about us. I think it's, it's all about, um, you know, I, I think you have to understand that you, you, you get married with someone, you love them dearly and eventually love fades and you're no longer in love, but you love the person as a human being, right? You love that human you're not only in love with them you don't have the same desires for them you, you yeah they that's become a natural you, yeah. part of of growing and changing they, as a couple they become your partner yeah now you have a house together you have kids together it becomes now a life partner and i think there's a few ways to do the whole open marriage open marriage thing either you talk about it and you're like you know uh tonight i'm going to go do this but i think nobody would want that but 
I've I've heard of couples who just don't ask, don't tell, in a sense of like, the, if if the husband is going on a trip with his friends or on a work trip somewhere out of town yeah. or in something, we don't ask, we don't tell, and then right, he comes but, home. But it's implied that it's, it's implied things that something might, happen. might, but it something doesn't. Might Nobody happen. would know as long as you don't. But bring I it do in the home. think, in order for there to be an open relationship both people have to talk about it, at least initially. You don't have yeah. to let them in on every date that you go out on, but I do think it has to be a mutual understanding. Otherwise, that's just straight up cheating. You yeah, know, no, and that's course, not okay. Of well, yeah, 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 of course. Um, um, but it, it has to be mutually agreed upon. Definitely. I, I, I agree. That, that must be, though, a tough, a tough conversation to have with somebody, you know, especially if one of them does not want that. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, I, I wouldn't see myself being with a partner and having a kid and married, not married, and, and you know, 10 years down the line being like, well, honey, I think... Um, well, let me ask you this. Would you ever be in an open, open relationship or open marriage with somebody? Can you, can you see that even as a possibility in your future? Is that something you can do? Because I feel like there's two kinds of people. Either you can do it or, or you, you can't, can't stomach it. Uh, I think... I think, I mean, you know, obviously in, in a dream world, I'd like myself to be able to do it. Well, my partner doesn't. Who wouldn't want that? Um, but I think that if, if I'm, you know, ideally what I, because a lot of people think me not want to get married thinks I don't believe in monogamy and I don't believe in having one partner. I'm absolutely want that. I absolutely want to be able to find someone that I genuinely want to spend the rest of my life with marriage, no marriage. Yeah. Now, do can I I don't know if I can I don't I think I think I don't think I will necessarily I don't think I can envision this happening but I think that at some point we might down the line in a relationship I could see that her and I both need to let it go to have a little fun so I I, I, so I think I think like it might what, be like necessity I think it every might be necessity. every year we have one week where we can just you know go buck wild with somebody or would this be like an all year round kind of thing because there's I would, different degrees uh, of it you know well i would first of all i would try to encourage maybe bringing a third person in female obviously okay now it's now we're getting into <laughs> pornography and i don't think that that's no, no. now you now you're talking about like threesomes and yeah maybe and whatever no you know, that's not, not what i'm talking. maybe she's into it uh and I'm otherwise about, like, otherwise <laughs> no otherwise i would just uh, otherwise i would generally just not fix a date specific date because now we know shit's going to happen but in a sense of like if you're out of town you're out of town and i don't want to know you know but i, w I agree with you would have to be talked about and you know it would have to be mutual for it to be fair so can you yeah. i mean would you be okay with your partner yeah you know that you're if going I away want that for myself, or she's I going away yeah, i will have to let her do her thing yeah yeah i will have to do her thing i listen i i, I know couples that this is effective and they're they're thriving um, yeah because at the, at the end of the day like you come home you share a home together you share your life together and you know that doesn't change yeah what changes is like maybe you go out and like mess around or go on a date with with another person to keep it spicy in your own life and keep yourself like filled yeah in that way because also sex at this point you know what you have with your partner is so more meaningful than just a random one night stand yeah. You know, you're sharing something. You have kids together. You ha you're, you're sharing a, a mental connection that 
with the other person is just hot physical attraction and it's gone by the morning and now you go back to your thing, right? I'm an advocate of what, you know, whatever makes you happy in a marriage, as long as you're not hurting anybody else. Yeah. Whatever makes you happy. And, and, and it has to be something that you tell your partner to. Of course. I don't judge people who are about. in open relationships. I really don't. If they're happier like this, if that ma- what's If that's what makes them happy and that's what keeps them filled in their life, then then okay. Yeah. Then you're doing what you have to do to keep your relationship That's going. Yeah. Because I know, like, uh, at least for my parents, they've been married since, you know, yeah, they, I mean, my dad, I think, is the only guy my mom has ever been with. And they met in high school. They got married at 20 years old. Wow. And, and they're still together. They, And I know that their relationship has, <laughs> it's not, listen, I don't think they've had sex in decades. I'd like to believe they don't have, they haven't had sex in they're decades. They're probably fucking right now. Ew, come on. Um, but I know they're definitely not as lovey-dovey as they used to be. But I know yeah. that there's this like beautiful base level of love there. Yeah. And it's, it's almost like this, it is an, it is an unbreakable bond that they have. They cannot I, imagine a life without each other. But it feels more like a really close best friend. It is. Yeah. It's like a roommate. It's like a best friend. It's mm. like, it's almost like f- a, a, a familial kind of love yeah. at this point. And I think that's what changes as you get older. But if you need, if you need to get a little action on the side, you know, you're like a guy and you're like 60s, 70s, whatever. And you still have a sex drive, of course you do, and, and your partner's your, your not partner's doing not, it for you anymore, yeah. or then, doesn't want to have sex anymore. Yeah. Then you ha- you gotta have a conversation. Have a conversation. Is all I'm saying. It's true. It's true. I mean, look, I think in an ideal world, we we could we all agree that no, ideally we are still into the person thirty years down the line, and we're still fucking three times a week. I think that's it's, not a it's, real. I know, I know it's not realistic, but I, I, I think this is like I would, I, I would love to find that. I, do I Same. doubt that I'm gonna find it? Yes. <laughs> um, but also to go back to our point of you know, um, people being more connected. Um, I remember I think it's in Chris Rock's last stand-up. He talks about his marriage, and he said he's been married for ten years, and he said that ten years of his marriage is worth like thirty of his parents. And he breaks it down in a sense of like, the and I kind of agree with it because it's like, he says, back in my parents' day, my dad would leave the house and go to work, do his thing. My mom would be at home and then they would not be in contact with each other or not be talking <laughs> about each other. If anything happened, my father wouldn't know till 9 p.m. when he comes home. <laughs> yeah. And then he would just be, you know, at home and they would catch up about the day, go to sleep, start again tomorrow. Yeah. And he's saying nowadays... God. I leave my home in the morning and I get an iMessage and then Snapchat and I know what she's up to and we're in constant just up each other's asses all constant day long. Constant it's contact not normal. All day, texting, it's not normal. texting, texting, talking, FaceTiming, Instagram, Snapchatting constantly. And he basically says that this uses the relationship faster than mm-hmm. if you didn't have con- and I, you know, I, I understand people that says, "Well, yeah, but if you're deeply in the person, you can talk to them all day." Yes. But does that show down the line? I think so. I, yeah. I think so. You, that plus you add the fact that we can travel easily. It's easier to go to another country. You have all these access to all different people. And Yo, it, technology it it, has changed everything. Yeah. Technology, you, can, you, can, you can take pictures or, or get pictures and put them in a special file on your phone where nobody would be able to see it. But it's, it's not like even we, about that. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's like the access yes. is easier. The temptation is, is, it is. way more prevalent. 
But it also shows you that there are more people. Like 50, 60 years ago, 70 years ago, you, the only people you had was in your town. People weren't traveling as much. As they are. Now you can go to a different country and it's like, oh yeah. my God, I bond with this person too. Yeah. Oh my God, I bond with this one as well. Because between online and the fact that we can travel, I we do, realize I, yeah, that I we have that. a lot of options. And I think that the idea of one soulmate is slowly disappearing. People can are started to think that they have one, two, three possible soulmates. But I, I can bond with him, but I can also bond with him, and I can also bond with him. I I I seem to think. Well, I I don't know. Maybe it's just because I grew up in like a certain way, like small town Ohio. But I think that you really can only have one soulmate. Like that's, and I don't use that. I don't think I've ever used that word. Okay. Um, and I, I, I don't like to use that word because I kind of feel like, you know, it's just, it's love, right? Like if that's what, that's what love is. I mean, and I, I do think that you can love multiple people throughout your life. I don't think you can love multiple people at the same time, but I think that, you know, you can fall in love and fall out of love. I, I, I truly do believe that. Yeah, I, I guess so. I, I think for marriage to work nowadays, they, we need, we would need to revise marriage. It's like, we would need to look at what marriage was a hundred years ago. It's almost like the constitution, right? Yeah, exactly. And say, all right, this was, this like our worked. founding fathers, this like this worked. is what they were exactly. talked about when they talked about marriage. Yeah. Marriage is an institution, right? Yeah. Well, that institution has Needs changed. Be, it has changed should because change society has changed. So this society. is what marriage should be. Now, That's right. You know, and, and so what do you think marriage should be then? I listen, I, I wish I had an answer, and I do not. Um, but sometimes, sometimes when I like, I'll just if I smoke a bit of weed or if I'm just doing something or driving, I'll fantasize and I'll try to come up with weird scenarios of what, how could we make this work? You know, <laughs> how could we make this work? And the only thing I've came up with is get married or have a kid with somebody that makes sense and not but somebody who you love. So if you have a like best... Like an arranged marriage? Is that what you were thinking? So, so in a sense of like you, you, you get... And this is like, this will not work, but it's just sometimes my mind go there and, and it just I'm just going to explain. People are going to think I'm crazy. Is this Julian? Yeah. The people are going to think I'm fucking insane. But <laughs> let's, say, let's say you have... Let's say like I have a best girlfriend, right? And, and we're homies. And there's no attraction within each other. But I think, but let's say I think she'd be a great mother mm-hmm. and the friendship is there. Mm-hmm. What if you have a kid with that person says, listen, we're going to be partners. Right. We're going to raise a kid. I value you as a person. I think you're dope. I think you're going to be a great mother. We're going to raise a kid. We're going to be co-parenting together. Yeah. And on the side, when it comes to love, we have our own love life. So you're always friends with your partner. Therefore, so that'd be kind of like you and me having a baby. <laughs> I guess so, <laughs> but right. So in a sense of like you, I you, get it. You, I you mean, can't, you know, if you, if you have a, <laughs> what I'm seeing is like, if you <laughs> have a friend with your best friends, you'll, you'll always squash the beef. You'll, yeah, if you have any issues, friends. you'll talk about it. They're friends. But that's what, that's it. what brings me back to my other point is like in a marriage and that's what, that's what I've learned is that you have to be friends first. Yeah. You have to like each other's company. You have to like each other and not just love each other. Because there's actually a big difference there. Yes, but then still, when loves fade, you're still stuck in a marriage with somebody like that, that you like them. But what about the desire for somebody else? Because you can't act on it. In that case, you have to have a conversation. So I guess, yeah, I guess so. But also, where where my weird reasoning doesn't work is, I think when you're genuinely in love with someone, you want to have kids with them. 
So let's say you have a kid with your best friend and you fall in love with some, and I fall in love with a girl, I will probably want to have a kid with that person. And now we're, but is there anything wrong with that then in that case? Uh, well now you have a kid with somebody you're in love. So you have a kid with your best friend. It becomes, it becomes, you know, but if that, that person's your best friend then they're not going to get upset. No, they won't, but won't, but now as long as you don't leave them, they're not going to be upset, but now we're back with the other person that you're in love. We're back in the traditional marriage route that we're trying to avoid. Yeah. You now know? I feel like I'm high. So after this I know, I know this is super, listen, yeah, the I day know. that I'll find the way to make it work. And again, there are marriages that, that I work. don't think there's any, I think the older I get and the more I've, I've seen, yeah. like, I just kind of feel like there's no rules, you know, there's no, I don't think there's any, any playbook on how to do it right. I think you just have to kind of figure it out and figure out what's best for you. Yeah. And if you uh, don't yeah. think marriage is best for you, then you have to have that conversation early on in a partnership. And if you find yourself, you know, drifting and, and, and looking at other people, because that's something else too. It's, it's completely natural to be with somebody, but then also to look at other people who are, we're animals at yeah, heart. Of I mean, that's, it happens. It's quite something different to then act on it. And I think that's that's where, you know, people who you date might get a little scared because, you know, oh, God, he doesn't want to he doesn't want to get married ever. So that means he's not going to want to commit to me. But that's not what that's no, not that's true. not what I'm saying, because you do I have always, it in you to commit to somebody. I do say that I don't want to get married necessarily. Just, and that doesn't mean I don't want to commit. And I'm doesn't want to be I don't want to be monogamous with someone. I don't want to build a life with someone. It's just the idea itself of the marriage is not something I need in my life. Can I add it to it for someone now? That I think about it and I've, I've matured. Yes, I could now change my mind. Do ideally do I want to? No. But if 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 it comes down to that and my partner, you know, I love my partner too much. I do it. What I will not do though is an ultimatum. If somebody says, if we're five years down the line and she says we're getting married or I'm leaving you, out of literally out of pride, I will be like, absolutely then not. Yeah, exactly. Then you can right. This needs to be you go know, hit the pavement. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you, do you think we are actually, do you think as humans, we're supposed to be monogamous? We're supposed to only be with one person? Yeah. That's such a good question. You know, I wonder if it's not someone one day who said, you know what? You can only I fuck mean, that's one. That's why I think, that's why I think that people who get married and they're super young, like in their early twenties, yeah, come on. Like, I just want to like shake, like you're going to change your, your whole attitude is going to change yeah. from the time you're 20 to 30 years old. I mean, that's why I think that like marriage is something that you really have to put a lot of thought into and you have to like your brain has to be fully developed, honestly, for you to like make conscious, good decisions with your life. And a lot of people just fall in love and they just make these spontaneous decisions because they're they think I love this person. So Mm -hmm. the next natural step would be marriage and they don't understand or they should understand that marriage is not what you think it is. Marriage is a it's a ton of work. Yeah. It is a ton of work. And everybody, you know, I know that our parents say this and this is, yes. Maybe, but oh, You know what? Maybe the new marriage rule should be you can't get married before you're 40. Yeah, but then, you know, what about people who are like, you know, women who are religious and they don't believe that you should have a kid out of wedlock, essentially. So, I mean, you have to do worry about like the woman's biological clock. So because then a girl who's, like, so I guess maybe... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe men shouldn't get married before they're 40. <laughs> I don't know. I think I feel like men, I don't know. Maybe I just have a sour outlook on it, but I don't think men are mature at age 40. I, I don't think that they are 
I think yeah, a lot you're, of you're still aren't mature. You're definitely biased on your on your thing. And when and, they're in their forties, like but, I just but, uh, that's true. It, it is true that men are still. Do you look, know what I mean? A forty-year-old man is still looking at a twenty-five-year-old woman. Absolutely, they are. Yeah. So it I don't is. know. I, I, uh, where do we land? I mean, where do we land on it? I, I just kind of feel like it's it should be person by person. Yeah. You know, marriage is such a strong institution in this country that we still take the risk knowing that there's a 50% chance, chance it's going to work out. Worse. Yeah, I, I see. My, my take on that to me for any Americans listening is just try to be open-minded. Yeah. Like as 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 a guy from, you know, and, and obviously the, they have all the right to be well, then go marry, a, then go be with a European. But, you know, I, I think you, you need to be open-minded. It's just like you've been taught something. We've been taught stuff about marriage, marriage. But I, it's okay and it's healthy to question it. And it's okay to yeah. be like what I've been taught and, and, and marriage the way my family sees it or way we've been doing it. It's that really working for me. Would that really work for me? Right. And you have to, if it not, you have to honor it. You have to be like, no, and somebody will eventually. And as parents, I really don't think we should put the pressure on our kids to, to you know, go and, and get married and it has to happen and this is what should happen. Maybe not. You know, one thing I will say is my parents never really put pressure on me to get married, ever. And you still did it. If, if, if I spent the rest of my life, you know, an unmarried woman, they wouldn't bat an eye. They'd be like, all right, well, are you happy? Because that's all that matters to me. Yeah. And so I think that there's a lot. We, we shouldn't put pressure on ourselves to like settle down and get hitched. And this is, you know, how life should work. If you want to have a kid and you are like 35 years old, you're getting to that point where you feel like you should or do or die kind of situation, then go and do it. You don't need a husband to have a baby you don't no you need also it has worked out for so many women it's okay yeah and like there's nothing preventing that like that relationship from having a kid and two years down the line they're still together they have a kid and say you know what i want to get married yeah or have a kid and like two years later i want to get a divorce you know what i mean so this is where i think it becomes tricky because i come from a place i come from uh, my parents got separated at eight yeah and you know, I turned out fine, thankfully, for the most part. But that's when I think the kid, to me, is a bigger incentive to make things, to work things out with my partner than being married. Because from somebody who, you know, parents got separated and they were they were smart enough to keep it cordial for the most part. But I have been in the middle of stuff where it's like, well, you will tell your dad when you see him that. And it's like, well, you yeah. better tell your mom. And I remember fairly young being like, no, you tell them. So... Obviously, two single, separated, happy parents are better parents than two miserable parents yes, together. Yes, absolutely. So Kids obviously, are extremely perceptive yes. and they're very smart. Definitely. Don't stay. I wouldn't stay in someone unless I, you know, if I really couldn't stand her anymore because this would just fuck up your kid. But I would, it's, you know, if you have a kid in the middle, I wouldn't also just walk away just because you're, you're like, I would, I would try to work it out just because it's nice for a kid to have both his parents. It is. Yeah. It's nice. And it's nice for them to not, you know, have that kind of like turmoil where you go over to mom's house and she's smack talking dad and like vice versa, Yeah, you know, and you also shouldn't have a kid. (laughs) Here's something else. You should also not have a kid thinking it's going to save save the relationship relationship. or lead to marriage because that's not, you know, if, that the, having an anchor baby is not what no, that's not what work. that's about that is not no. gonna work I, I i agree with that um what about um 
I think, I mean, there's nothing left to say about this. It's, <laughs> it's so, it's such a complicated subject and everybody has their own opinion and everybody has very, very strong belief about how marriage should be yeah. and if you should get married. And I respect every single one of them. And it just, what it just is what it is. Just, I think my, my, my main thing would be keep an open mind. Keep an open mind, especially because things have changed. Things have changed. This is not our parents' generation or our grandparents' generation. Yeah. Life has changed. There are complexities in this world that did not exist when, when our, you know, ancestors got to, got it on. So I think we have to acknowledge that and we have to plan accordingly almost, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. and yeah. figure it out. Whatever makes you happy, try to find a middle ground and, and try to work it out from there. But, but just know that, you know, no one's going to judge you if you do get married or if you don't get married, you know, but the, some, some families will though. There's still well, a lot I don't of people tell anyone that who's have... listening that you, that nobody should judge you if you choose to not get married and if, or if you choose to be in a partnership, a long-term partnership with somebody, or if you have an open relationship. So, uh, so, but yeah, but that person will say, well, no, for my family, marriage is extremely important. And if I don't get married, I'm not going to be in touch with them. So, you know, some people actually have that pressure. Not okay. all, but some, some do. And there's nothing you could, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of like when our, our last week we talked about Donna and she was talking about this Muslim girl she was training who was, yeah, you know, well, always said no drinking thing. and that's stuff. Sometimes, sometimes it's anchored in a culture and, Absolutely. and that's totally fine too. That's fine too. Um, but those are, those are d issues that, I mean, those are a lot heavier than what we're talking about. Yeah. I think if, you're, yeah. That's that's true. It's um, you know that's that's a kind of like cultural and religious and 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 yeah cultural pressure that thank God I'm sorry but thank God we don't have that kind of pressure on I've, us. Yeah, I've I've never I've never I, had it. No, I've never had it. Um, I feel like hopefully we didn't crush people's dream. Like you know what I mean. Like in a sense, because no, I, mean, I think we kept. A, like I, I said, we like I went through a brutal divorce. Like I yeah. still believe in marriage. I yeah, still okay. would do it again. You know, yeah. but I would just do it a little differently. And like I would go in with maybe different, different expectations and yeah. different assumptions. And there's nothing wrong with that. And there's also for women, you know, who are pressured. I think about you know the biological clock ticking and want absolutely to have kids, to be married before I have kids. I mean, look, it's not ideal, but science make it that you can freeze your eggs that way you don't have to have the yeah, pressure exactly. of being married, no you can do that nice. what i th what i would like to see changed you know and this is just an aside of an aside it's mad expensive for a woman to freeze her eggs in this country i don't know if you know you that just, but you it is just don't put them in a freezer <laughs> you just like you take your period and you put you it in the, at the, in, at the farm in, right in, in, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you freeze those freeze and then blood. you know in, in a year or so the yolks hatch no no yeah. it's yeah, like it, it costs at least and i because i looked into it i'm looking into it um it costs ten thousand yeah. dollars to freeze your eggs and then twenty to thirty thousand dollars to actually fertilize and you know get get the ball rolling wow. and, and then even even then it's not a hundred percent sure shot that you're gonna have a baby so you're talking so, about uh, like yeah. a total of like forty to fifty thousand dollars on a maybe. That, that, is, that to me is, is like something. a fucking abomination. So then you know what? It probably is better you take those ten thousand dollars, you get some idiot. nice boobies, <laughs> and then so and then bad. you will find a husband. You, so very, you come to L.A. with find those a boobies, rich man. And you will find a rich man. Go to Beverly man Hills, in LA. find Beverly yourself Hills a rich will, a rich man who will then, marry you on the spot. That's right. You know. Ladies, Put that money towards the gym I, I and find you. I hope you've learned you. something from this. 
please don't do that. <laughs> uh, what about question of the audience? Uh, yeah, what do you we have, have though? You have one because I don't have my phone. This is my it's Soho recording. House membership that I accidentally opened. Wow. Don't what mind me. What a flex me. on everyone that you're a Soho <laughs> Sorry. member. Sorry. I'm actually stupid to have it was a there DM. because It was quarantine. a DM uh, for somebody I remember who spoke French. and Oh, it was about culture. But let's, let's tell her name. Oh, God. Here and I have to... Wait a second. Just look at the... the I'm looking at our okay. DMs. Um, Who requests? is... Oh, requests. And... Melina? No. No. Soul and Bits. Melina, we just saw you. Melina, we saw your, your, uh, your DM. We'll answer that next week. Yes. So, Soul and Bits... Um, <laughs> what's your name? Oh, didn't say your name. But uh, she said that she's been listening to her podcast... Yeah. Um, and that, uh, you know, it's been great so far. Thank you. And she had a question for me, understanding that I am an actor and model. Do I sometimes find it hard to date someone out of my circle? Out of your circle. So not a model and not an actress. Uh, and meaning if you've dated someone who is completely different career background, have you? Uh, I personally actually prefer somebody who's out of my circle. Okay. Um, and why is that? Um, because I've seen how girls in my circle act and i don't want that and how do they act julian uh not all not all but you know um you know some sometimes are willing to do stuff for a good opportunity um and again i know it's very very generalizing not all of them please no no not all of them actress girlfriends that i know all my my homies that are actress i know you guys don't do that but um you know, it, it's not something that I am into. Um, as a model, I've hung out with, you know, I've, I've shot with beautiful girls and just sometimes like the brain is not there. Um, sometimes the thing about this industry as acting and modeling, it's all about you, right? You're just in the spotlight. You're, 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 they're taking pictures of you. And I feel like it kind of builds a, a bit of a narcissistic Oh, yeah. Behavior, people telling you you're smoking hot all day long, of and, course. And I just feel like, and again, this is super generalization. I don't think everybody does that. But like, you know, some girls model like, you know, they're always taking selfies and it's all about, you know, always being being up all of this. So that's not something I'm into. But the main, main reason why I want to date out my circle is because I, I want to be able to learn from my partner. So, yeah, you if, already if, know what you do for a living. Yeah, I like want to know. Are you curious about what other people exactly, might do? Exactly. Like if I'm dating a, a lawyer, like I want to know what law, what make you do this? How does that work? So I feel like we have more things to gain to learn from each other. I can talk about with the audition processes, how a movie is made, all that stuff. But I would want to learn from my partner. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is. However, I know, for example, my buddy Mo um, would is into the idea of dating somebody in his circle. He's an actor and he wants to date Find an that artist. Commonality. Or, yeah, because he thinks it's beautiful to share the same passion as your partner and to yeah. learn each other with and to learn from each other. Like he's, he's so into movies that if he meets a girl who's an actress and who loves movies as well, like for them, it's beautiful. And a girl yeah. who knows who's a great actress for him, it's, it's a, it's something that he really enjoys. So I guess it's different for me. I'd rather out of my circle. Okay. You know, what That's about you? Fair. Um, you know, I, I can count on one hand, the number of dudes that I've dated who've been in my business, which is, what do you consider your business? Like hosting? Well, I, I've done, you know, I've done different things. So I've done like news. Yeah. Um, basically like if you're on TV in a hosty kind of way. Okay. Uh, but outside that, yeah, I've dated actors. I've dated, 
musicians, uh, athletes. Do you, you consider know, that people who are in the spotlight? So for sure. Do you, do you consider that? Um. Do you consider nah, that your your circle? I would never date somebody who's a host. Okay. I wouldn't do that just because there's. <laughs> let me tell you, it's my business is weird. There's like this inherent sense of competition. You know, like okay. no matter where you go, like, I don't know. I just kind of feel like, you know, it's so cutthroat in my, in my industry that man or woman, you're all kind of fighting for the same space. But how, though, because if they say we want a female host, how can a man even dream of having this job? It's a female host. There's no competition. Because it changes like year it's by like, year. It's like it if changes I competed, year by year. Yeah, I mean, it's like know? if I competed with Mo for having a, a job like on a, on a movie. Like, he's black, I'm white. We're not already auditioning for But, you know, thing. you're like comparing each other's credentials and like, you know, no. have you broken more stories or have you gotten more attention and more, you know, just it's just yeah. bullshit that I don't really want to deal do with. Yeah, I get it. No. Um, yeah, I'd prefer dating somebody outside of my, my world. Yeah. I think that's fun. Yeah. I think, um, I, I agree with you on that. I, I, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, and I know people that work in business who don't necessarily are into, they would rather date people in business. I, I know a couple who has been together for years who they work at the same place. <laughs> so, but I think if you're in business, it's different. You in know, business. If, if you're in business, yeah. it's different. Like if you if you work in finance and your partner works in marketing, I think that's different. That's that that works. You just technically are in the whole business world, but it's right. different um, than than the whole acting thing because it's just so specific. It is so specific. You know, you have to get into such a specific headspace. Yeah. Well, damn, we debated the shit out of marriage. I think we just filleted it. We just laid it all on the table and just sliced and diced. Yeah. Did we not? No, I think um, we did. Um, yeah. So I hope that, that helped you if you wanted a, a, an insight as to what two <laughs> schmucks think, <laughs> think about two weirdos. Think about marriage. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we'll see you next week. Yeah. But if you have a question. Yeah. DM we're, us. We already at have Exit next podcast. Yeah, we're I know. I know the question. question. And I think we're going to do a we're question gonna, of the audience podcast or something. Yes. We're just going to do an hour of answering all the questions. Yeah. So the more questions, the merrier. Yep. Peace.